Originating from a secret underground bunker buried deep in the heart of Chicago's north side, two fans dare to defy the laws of man to bring you a podcast about the south side hitmen, the good guys who wear black. There's a sense of pride. Um, there's a sense of, of purpose. Azagir, by far. He was my favorite player. Well, all time, it's Paul Canerco. I love the hot dogs. I love the grilled onions. And I can't believe it's been 13 years. 13 painful, painful years. <laughs> because good guys wear black. Good guys talk back. All right, Wednesday, December 19th, 2018. This is episode three of Good Guys Talk Back. Your White Sox podcast that is fan centric and blue collar. If you are a diehard Sox fan, you have found your podcast. With me is Jeff Julian. I am Nick Morowski, and we are very happy to have you for this ride. Mr. Julian, good to have you. Hello, sir. Happy holidays, mm-hmm. as it were. We are yeah. uh, sitting here uh-huh. waiting to see if there's going to be mm. a very nice present mm. under the White Sox Christmas tree. Oh boy, we're gonna we're gonna get to some of that uh, later on uh, with a with a pretty. I think it's a fun uh, little bit. I guess you can call it a bit. Uh, <laughs> a re- radio bit. It's a radio bit. Uh, re- regrettable jerseys. All right, regrettable jerseys. Uh, I got a little something in store in a little bit with that. Um, Want to talk maybe the next White Sox Hall of Famer? We got a couple names on the board. This is all, of course, in the wake of the uh, Harold Baines, um, I guess, uh, not induction yet, but announcement. You don't think we did enough on Baines in episode two? I think we're done with Baines. (laughs) We're done with Baines. We're moving on. yeah, we got some Manny and uh, some Harper uh, chatter. Not not a lot going on, but we're gonna we're gonna try to rip uh, as much meat as we can off that. Uh, but first, here on Good Guys Talk Back, I, I want to get into this uh, McCann Alonzo. The, these two deals that the Sox uh, made last week, towards the end of the week, one just became final today. Uh, the the McCann deal uh, fell into place i think it's one year 2.5 million uh, is our new backup catcher backing up uh, wellington castillo got him from uh, in the division detroit tigers and we also uh, traded for uh, alonzo from the another division team cleveland indians uh, alonzo happens to be manny machado's brother-in-law very interesting extremely interesting especially when we get to what uh, mr rick Hahn said about that um couple moves that i don't think anybody really saw uh, coming to me they're kind of like shoulder shrug eh all right uh wasn't expecting it wanted them to go in a different direction but uh, we're here and uh, we kind of have to we kind of have to dissect it yeah I was going to ask you about McCann so you got to see McCann play a lot uh, I'm assuming or at least when he was playing yeah. with Detroit yeah what I'm, I'm looking at the numbers they seem you know middle of the road in terms of you know, not a lot of uh, pop off the bat so I sure. mean is this more of a defensive move does this mean that uh, Castilla still got the inside uh, straight towards being the starter then? 
Well, I think Castillo is still going to be the starter uh, unless McCann has just a ridiculous spring training uh, or, of course, Castillo gets hurt or something or suspended. Um, <laughs> right. You know, McCann, I, he didn't – nothing jumped off of me. I mean, he, he seemed like he, he was pretty reliable. I don't think he got hurt too often. Um, he knows the central. I think he's he's a guy that uh, is, is in in the lineup now, is on the team – completing the 40 man roster because you know they're not the Sox are not ready for our two guys to come up from the minors they're just not ready uh, they're not going to rush him and you know they flipped Narvaez for a closer with Seattle which I think was a great move okay they used they used him they used uh, Narvaez as a project to get a closer well we need somebody you know to fill up the backup uh, spot and they're just not going to rush uh, these other guys so you know, again, I, I wasn't, you know, super excited. I think you and I exchanged some texts about it, but there was no overexcitement. It, it was a move. Right. right. You know, it's on in the wake of all the Grandal stuff. I was actually kind of disappointed. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that's where you would go with. Yeah. With with that. Now, the Yonder Alonso yeah. move that sure, uh, certainly, you know, beyond the baseball piece, you've got the. Uh, brother-in-law piece which yeah. makes that move intriguing yeah. yeah that 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 was a strange move and you know when asked about that you know rick Hahn said well it's a baseball move uh read into that what you will i thought that was kind of a bizarre answer well, of course it was a baseball <laughs> they're all move. baseball they're moves all baseball i think moves, uh, sir um you know, and they've only been brother-in-laws for like a year, maybe. I don't know, I don't know if that matters. <laughs> Ten-year-ship on the brother-in-law, you know, is not very deep. But he knows the central. He's got some pop in his bat. I think he had an all-star year maybe in 2017. Numbers fell off a little bit last year. Plays first base um, and is obviously coming with some power from the left side. Um, yeah, 17 was a good year for him. 28 homers, 67 RBIs, and 18. He still hit 23 homers in 18. Sure. And R RBIs went up. So, yeah. Yeah. And you had brought up, too, that maybe this signals some type of movement on Abreu one way or the no. other or just makes it interesting. It, it right? makes it very interesting. And, you know, with, with Davidson uh, – being pretty much gone you know I don't see them bringing Matt Davidson back Davidson spent some time at first base okay so we really didn't have a guy on the roster that was also going to take some time at first base and give Abreu some time off I didn't think we were going to go out after such a proven guy like Alonzo but here we are uh, and this really has has some effects on Abreu and Daniel Palka now the Abreu situation is interesting because here during the winter meetings, you had the Dodgers and maybe a couple other teams kicking the tires. Uh, maybe we're going to take a chance on Abreu. Maybe we might be able to trade for Abreu. I don't see why you'd want to go in the NL. You know, he's kind of getting a little bit, you know, older. He might be suited more for a DH role in a couple of years. But uh, then Han comes out and says, you know what? We're sticking with Abreu. We've got him at least locked up through 2019. Abreu has gone on the record in years past saying, I want to play the field every single game. I want to play first base. I just don't want to be a DH. Uh, apparently, Han and some front office folks talked to Abreu before this trade went down with Alonzo, and he seemed to be cool with it. Uh, they're going to split time, DH and first base. 
I, you know, I still think it's kind of an interesting move. It almost feels like they're slowly phasing Abreu out. Or is Abreu cool with it because they say to him, listen, this means <laughs> Manny Machado is coming as well. That's an and, interesting piece. And now it, it yeah. kind of makes me think of the David Ross piece of the John Lester moves mm, uh, for the oh, for, oh, I see. Yeah. for the Cubs yeah. when it was yeah. like, well, yeah, you signed me, but here comes my personal catcher. Who, who came or, first? And, and my was it, friend. Was it Ross? I don't first? remember. And, but, then, and then we're like, oh, yeah, sure, the other shoe's going to drop now. But I know it was they, – they were attached. Yeah. And, I, and obviously Alonzo you know, is not a catcher and Machado's not a pitcher, but it yeah. could be that sort of – it just seems very coincidental. It could be sure. coincidental, but like you yeah. said – You've got a first baseman. You don't need a first baseman. Yeah. So. Well, I think you need somebody to to help Abreu take some time off. I feel like Abreu tries to put everything on his shoulders, and he doesn't think there's right. anybody proven at first base. So he's like, if I'm not out there, then nobody should be out there. Okay. And maybe with having somebody that has played the position for a while in the central that he might know of and is familiar with, he might be okay with, hey, you take some time at first base. I'm okay with that. You know, I got to rest the knees. I need to stay healthy, you know, because I'd like to play for a few more years. And to be honest with you, I want to bring you on the team as long as he possibly can. I think after Canerico retired, Abreu has been the closest thing uh, to, to having a captain uh, on the team. He's a leader in the clubhouse, right. especially with these right. young guys. We have to keep saying that, I know, because it's a young team. But uh, I like his demeanor. His numbers fell off a little bit last year, but you know I, I'm glad that they're saying you know Abreu's going to you know stay in the cards here for the Sox. Uh, I just am a little concerned, you know, what's going to happen here with the splitting time at first in DH. Yeah. So yeah. I, you know, but the Manny brother-in-law thing is interesting. They really built that up. If you read anything on you know NBC Sports Chicago or you know the Trib or Sun Times, it was. You know, this 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 card that Han was playing purposefully uh, for Machado, who, you know, speaking of Machado, comes in on Monday uh, to see the club. Yeah. You know, yeah. in town, in town. One I of mean, three meetings that we know of that we know of that, that we he know of. is taking this week. Yeah. So he, Phillies and yeah. New York Yankees being the other two. Yeah. I, I think he was with New York today, which from what I understand was, you know, like an hour and a half. And and uh, Steinbrenner grilled him on the whole Johnny Hustle comments, um, but apparently, which you applaud, which right? I you know, <laughs> if you're spending three hundred million on a guy, you should maybe vet those comments. Is that a little the first bit. question you ask, <laughs> Manny? How was your flight? Good, good. Tell, why why did you hustle? What was all that Johnny Hustle stuff? <laughs> it's not your cup of tea. Come on, Manny. You can't be serious. It's blue collar. Yeah. I, we he, hustle on the south side. Apparently, the Yankees were his hometown team, or not his hometown, but it's like his favorite team growing up. Okay. So I, I don't know how that plays in, but uh, tomorrow, Thursday, December 20th, will be Philadelphia, will be the Phillies. And again, this is the organization that said they were going to spend, you know, stupid amount of money. Right. And Right. Uh, there are only two teams that have kind of gone on the record and said we're in on Harper and we're in on Machado. And the Sox are one of them and the Phillies uh, are the other team. Hmm. So. So, OK, so Manny comes in on Monday and we only saw some photos of him, you know, at the stadium walking around a little bit. But, you know, the whole debate of like, where, where do you take a guy like where do you court Manny? Where do you where do you take him uh, in the city? You know, or where don't you take him? <laughs> You know, 
Because <laughs> if you want to give them the experience, you go to like Maria's, you know, you go to Maxwell Street. Yeah. You yeah. know, maybe you go to Al's Beef. You take them on the red line. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> now you don't even get off anywhere. You just kind of ride just it ride up and it. down yeah, for a little ride bit. Ride the red line for a little bit. Hope you don't get on a car that uh, has a odor issue and wow. and. You see some beautiful views, though. So that is beautiful true. Views. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you got some folks tailgating in the parking lot. You know, anticipation. You at, know. at Sox at Park. At Sox right Park, now. they're grilling onions. <laughs> and you take them to a, a tailgating experience. I thought you meant Soldier Field. No. Well, that'd be interesting. See if uh, Quenville's there doing know. shots in the parking lot. <laughs> I, I'm assuming they took them to a steakhouse. I mean, what do you do? I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, a steakhouse sounds good. I, I think you got a few of those around town, but probably, yeah, I would take him to a steakhouse. Yeah, Dickas, sure. Jordan's, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I don't know, Morton's. I don't know. I mean, there's no shortage of places yeah. to go take. Maybe them, you take them to all of them. I, I just thought it would be kind of interesting. Eat a piece of steak at every steakhouse. Yeah, maybe you go to Rainbow Cone after or something. <laughs> get it, get a dessert. I, if. You could have gave him that experience yeah. and then said, now let's go have some steak. Right. I, so I, I don't know. To be determined. And w- apparently there's are- pizza. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. You go to Nick and Vito's. Uh, I don't think I've been to Nick and Vito's. Oh, boy. All right. Maybe then you go to Aurelio's or something. <laughs> well, you, I mean, maybe you go to get. Still take them just because I don't know about it doesn't mean he can't take them. I'd like you to take me to Nick and I w- you, We might, yeah. We're, let's do that. Actually, right. let's do that. Before Why don't you this. pretend like you're wooing me as a free agent? Maybe I'll go to a different podcast. You know what? I think that's an excellent idea. You brought up a good point. We should have a luncheon and talk about some upcoming episodes. We'll go to Nick and Vito's. Maybe that's I'm just idea. trying this podcast out. I'm on a, I'm on another one tomorrow um, and. I mean, I'm don't, doing one in New York don't, a couple don't, of weeks. No, cause I'm all in on you, and, I've, <laughs> and I'm under cap, and you, you're my prized free agent. <laughs> so if I don't get you, I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen. Can I just say one thing on the pizza? Sure. This is totally tan- yeah. tangential, but, I mean, could they stop showing the deep dish pizza on every national uh, telecast mm. for, for Chicago Bears yeah. games? It's like, you right, know, it's right, coming. Right, right. You can't, you know, it's yeah. coming. Yeah. You know, it's coming. You know, you know, it's coming from um, Giordano's or Gino's. It's going to be yeah. the big, yeah. you know. St- yeah. He's got that cleaver, that, right. that cutting cleaver. <laughs> right. That he's kind of rocking back and forth, yeah. making the slices. It's every yeah. game. I know it. I know it. It's a Ferris wheel shot and it's a deep <laughs> right. dish pizza right. shot. There you go. And then one of those quick. Maybe like, they took him on the Ferris wheel. Maybe, ooh, they might have taken him on the Ferris wheel. I just, views. I, I'm just, I'm so tired. Of I know, that. and I'm sure I it happens you. in every single city in every country, or and and you know every, every football city in this country where there's like one thing that they show, and you just think like, really, that. You know what? I hope Manny signs with the Sox, and somebody asks him. Um, where did you go when you came into the city? And he said, well, I saw all these deep dish. Uh, I saw all these shots when I was watching a Bears game. I had to get some pizza. <laughs> right, right. I hope that's what happens. Uh, so we'll see. You know, there's apparently, oh. I mean, there's three mystery teams, right. uh, apparent, allegedly. So it's after the Sox, Yankees, Phillies. There's three more that might might try to meet with him. It, and there's been no talk about who, who those teams no, might I mean, be. I thought no. I read something about... 
you know, depending on what the Cubs do with Addison Russell, that that, you know, and if, if he, if Manny's really hell bent on staying at shortstop, that right. that could possibly be a destination. I, I have not but heard that. I still that. don't see them spending no. that kind of money. I, I could see maybe the Dodgers. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe the Dodgers. Uh, I, Mets, maybe. I don't know. They're making some interesting moves. I, I have not heard any Cubs chatter, but. Um, you know, it's pretty exciting that, you know, he at least came in and had a visit. Um, no word on Harper, obviously. Everybody knows that. Uh, you know, last week, at the end of last week, you know, columnists, some in the know, are saying uh, uh, Socks are front runners. Socks are number one. Um, and now <laughs> they came out. It's a couple of these websites, you know, it's just if you read into this, you, your head's going to explode. Some of them are coming up with odds. I saw that Did today. Did you see the odds? Yeah. The Sox aren't even the top 10 now. And, and last week they were like a front runner. You know, I, I don't know. Who's doing that? Like I, some horse racing bookie? Uh, I don't know. Bookie it must is, be a downtime. Put- <laughs> There's not, not a lot else going on. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I saw some report that uh, Harper was talking to some folks uh, on the Phillies, kind of asking around about the organization. I have a weird, you know, Phillies scare me because of the direction that they want to go in. Um, they're building a pretty good team. They've got a lot of young guys. Um, you know, they, they came out and said they want to spend the money. I think they're, they're my biggest worry. What about the Dodgers on Harper too, though? I mean, they've got all that money. They do, but I think, I think they're kind of tied up in a lot of money. There's a lot of money that, you know, is, is in a, and Kershaw and a few other guys, they could probably still do it, but. What are you going to do with Puig? I heard they might try to, you know, trade off Puig. They'd have to move some guys, yeah, for sure. I, I just they always seem like a team that has no problem. I, I'm especially with the TV deal that they've right. got and just the right. money in general. That right, you know, the three hundred million dollar ten year contract or whatever it's going to yeah. end up being would not be any problem for them. That they right. they've spent over the past. Five years, they've spent good money. They've spent bad money. They don't care. They'll they'll spend yeah. any money. Yeah, and they might just be quiet right now. You know, it, it's like those. The whole thing yeah, seems really quiet. It, it, it really it's does. Strangely and, quiet. And uh, the longer this this kind of this longer this drags out, you know that 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 side of me, you know, gloom and doom. I'm like, oh, that's this is going on too long. Right. He wanted to do it, and we gave him the right number. It'd be done already. You know, I don't know. I don't know if that's the right way to look at it. Nobody knows. Well, I do wonder about that, right? If if the money is the money, mm-hmm. then in anybody who's in on it has to know that the price the price tag is here. There's not it's not like a little of this or a little of that. The price tag is this this many years and and this this many millions of dollars. Yeah. You know, and I've seen the Ten year, three hundred million, or or something along those lines. So, like you said, if that's it, and and if the if the price to get into the the Bryce Harper poker table is this much, right. uh-huh. and you're there, yeah. then either what is it then? Is well, it is is it on his side, and he just hasn't yeah. made up made up his mind, yeah. or is it Boris saying, "Hey, this is," or is it? Or is it Major League Baseball saying, too, hey, this keeps us in the news uh, for another month or so. <laughs> Interesting. Drag it out as long as yeah, you need I, to. You know, I, I think some of it's on Harper, you know, talking with family. Maybe he's like, look, I want the holidays to, to think some of this stuff over. over." And maybe it's Boris. I don't know how that works. Does Boris say, hey, psst, uh, New York, I, I, got a, I got an offer from Chicago. This is how much. Can you counter? 
You know, I, I'm sure there's got to be some of those back and forth calls. All right, no, you can't. You're out. You bust. All right, well, I'm st- we're sticking with Chicago then. I, I don't know. And, and what is the cutoff date reasonably? Like, when does something like this absolutely have to get I, done? It can't drag into spring training, can it? I don't think it could. It could. I doubt it would. I mean, wouldn't a, wouldn't a player want to know where they're picking up and moving to, where they're going to be for the next 10 to 12 years, start getting your affairs in order? Right, right. Um, so I, so le- leading into uh, uh, this, this Manny, this Harper thing, so, so hypothetically – you know, the Sox miss out on Harper. They miss out on Machado. But but if they really miss out on Harper, they miss out on an outfielder. And, and, and Jeff, you had found something, and I kind of saw a little bit of this too, that the Sox were kind of interested in this Pollock guy from uh, from the Diamondbacks. Yeah, uh, he seemed to be, uh, you know, I saw some conversation that he might be the consolation prize. Yeah. If he gets shot out on both Harper and, and Machado, then this might be your next best bet problem is guy's been hurt a lot yeah yeah i looked at some of the stats uh, that you had forwarded and he just can't stay healthy uh, so i don't really know what you're getting and if he thinks he's going to get uh, a deal that is comparable to what lorenzo kane got last year from the brewers i don't think so uh not with his injuries yeah the year he played the most games for arizona was 2015 I think he was an all-star that year. He played 157 games. Uh, he had 20 homers, 76 RBIs. He had almost 40 doubles. So pretty pretty good year. Yeah. And then he didn't play hardly at all in 16. And then 112 games in 17, 113 and 18. Mm. And numbers were not as good as that 15 season, but still hit 21 homers and... 65 RBIs and you know 20 doubles in that in that last season. So sure. I, so he's that he's, doesn't feel like consolation to me though. From well, a that, that feels like a pretty big drop off from yeah. Harper to him and Machado. Yeah. Well, there are not a lot of options. Right. Uh, but yeah, that that's a, a second. Third, maybe that's uh, way down the line in terms of a consolation. But that's what we're looking at. And uh, you know, I'm still my my hopes are still very high for. One of them, Manny or, or Harper. It, the thing is, you know, I was having this conversation with some people over the weekend, and wow, Harper's not worth the money. Manny's not worth the money. Who knows? Who knows if they're going to be worth the money? To me, it's it's a different type of conversation. It's the Sox and Reinsdorf are willing to write the check to go all in. You know, uh, write the check to show the fan base that based on what we know about these players, they are going to be good for a long time. They've put up the numbers. You know, we're going to go all in, write that check for three, three fifty, whatever it is. Yeah, there's no guarantees. But it to me, it's the principle of them doing that, the organization, that gets me excited. Yeah, I, I, I don't see how you can say with either of those guys, unless something catastrophic were to happen – I don't see how you can say they're not worth that money. That's right. the price of that type of baseball yeah, player. Yeah. And they're both right. MVPs. Yeah. They're both they both have the opportunity, at least within the next three to five years, to both be MVPs in 
in their respective leagues. And they could change the narrative of this organization, completely yeah, change absolutely. it. And if you're going to talk Maybe about Harper it. Maybe Harper more than, than, than Machado. If you're going to talk about it as an organization, if you're going to put your name out there and you're going to publicly say, we want these two players, we just don't want one of them, we want both of them. We've got the money to do it. Well, then I think, in my opinion, it's a failure if you don't get one of them. Bryce Harper's 26 years old. Yeah. He uh-huh. could be on your team and making real contributions for 10 years. Sure. And in the American League, he can be a DH. Right, right. Which I think is is the point that a lot of folks are, are maybe missing. Um, so that's that's where that's where I'm coming from. Are, are the Sox still going to be good in a few years? Absolutely. We've got a crazy amount of talent uh, that's coming up. And the next few years, there's a couple waves that are coming up. But if you talk about something and you can't get it done, then I'm, I'm, it feels like a failure. Machado's 26 too. So you're, I mean, you're looking at there two guys in their prime with just unbelievable numbers yeah. and un- unbelievable impact. Yeah. Now we talked about this before. So you don't get either of these guys. Eloy comes up. Does he, if he has a great year, does he become your? consolation prize by default because i mean you already had him on the team does that negate that yeah but then it's the shoulda woulda coulda that's like you know uh oh man bears are having a great season yeah but wow that first game what if we just would have won that game we would have now been tied with the rams and held the tiebreakers the second seat you know you know where i'm going with this so uh, well again we'll be waiting and hoping and you know that that is going to get me into the next thing. We're going to, I think, move to our. Yeah. This is this is kind of our holiday. We'll get to some next Sox Hall of Famers, maybe. Uh, you know, in the new year, um, I do want to get to that because there's some interesting numbers about uh, some of my guys. Um, but no Manny, no Harper. All right, so you're not going to be opening up a Manny or a Harper Sox jersey. Under the tree, most likely, unless something <laughs> Not crazy unless happens. Unless you're really gutsy. <laughs> yeah, unless you're really gutsy. Uh, maybe, you know, after the holidays, uh, you'll be getting a post holiday uh, jersey if those happen. So this started uh, getting me to think about uh, jerseys, sports jerseys, as a very popular gift to give, to get to uh, give to yourself. Uh, and I'm even thinking about the authentic jerseys okay we're talking what like the stitched lettering right not, not the ones that right. fall off the truck okay right. that we've right. all uh we've all bought and we've all sported i'm talking about the the nice ones the authentic jerseys and and i and i'm thinking about you know when it when it seems like such a good idea to get that jersey and then you know that season comes along that next <laughs> season and you're like wow that was a mistake this player is just horrible, and they're gone within a year right. or two years. So, okay, I've got my Mount Rushmore. Yes. Okay, my Mount Rushmore of <laughs> Tell re- me your regrettable Rushmore. jerseys. Right. Okay, and they're all pretty tiny. Now these and now, and, re- and please clarify because I was confused when you emailed sure. me yeah. this. You do not own these jerseys. I, <laughs> I don't own. I this don't own just, these. This is where you. This is what you would put on the Rushmore. Correct. I, I do not own these jerseys, but I've seen these jerseys. Oh yeah. Oh, at Sax Fest, and then like in the beginning, you know, April and May, and I'm like, oh, that was, you know, that's a timely jersey. They got right on that. Yeah. And then the season for that player went horribly wrong. <laughs> um, so here's my Mount Rushmore. I've got three Sox players, and I've got I've got a Bulls player. 
so and these three Sox players all were signed in December. Okay, in the winter meetings or shortly after the winter meeting. So you had plenty of time to get this jersey made up uh, at Grandstand or at Chicago Sports Depot, wherever you get your jerseys made. All right, number one on the on the Mount Rushmore is Jeff Samarja. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember that excitement? Yes. He was signed in in early December, and the excitement that Jeff Samarja is going to be on the South Side. And boy, he just absolutely was horrible. Yeah, he was not a good. That was that did not go well. Oh, and I saw a lot of Samarja jerseys at Sox Fest that year, and in uh, uh, in the beginnings of the season. I think people decided not to wear them uh, as the season went on. I mean, he was he was a mess. So I got Samarja. You know, with Samarja, you could have just borrowed a Cubs jersey <laughs> and maybe just- ripped the ripped the logo off and yeah. tried it out for a year, then you then well, you wouldn't have had to make a big investment. That, yeah, exactly. Try it out. Uh, just let's see how this thing pans out here. Don't get too excited. <laughs> right. uh, Maybe so, wear his Notre Dame uh, jersey oh, instead. I, and, hey, he was good I was, then. I was excited about the signing. Samarja, this is great. And, and, that, and that, was not, uh, that was not good. All right, my second. Here's my second on, on the Rushmore. Adam Dunn. Oh, yeah. He's on, he's on the Rushmore for a lot of things, oh. bad, bad related. Now, he played for a few more years longer than uh, Samarja, but he was signed by the Sox in mid-December. You could have rushed a nice Adam Dunn number 32 jersey, <laughs> had that under the tree, uh, and boy, that was a mistake. He was he just so angry every time I, I, I got excited for him. You know, man on second late in the game. Oh, yeah. Okay, here comes Dunn. Yeah. Just how many? I mean, talk about the uh, Mancata strikeouts. Gosh, watching Dunn for several years. Okay, so that's number two on the regrettable jerseys. And, and you know what? If you're listening to this and you got one, get over to the to the fan page. Yeah, that's right. Since yeah. the last podcast, yeah. we've got a Facebook page now, yeah. and it's fairly simple to look up. It's good guys talk back yep. and just plug that into the search bar and yep. fan us and if you have an adam dunn jersey take a picture <laughs> of it i wouldn't yeah. show your face no, but no, uh no, you no. know take yeah, take, take the backside photo and, yeah. and and post it to the facebook page. absolutely uh so that's that's number two number three and the mount rushmore regrettable jerseys todd frazier okay. oh yeah yeah such a good exciting move early in december winter meetings a few years back todd frazier oh my goodness todd frazier he had a couple years with us never amounted to much played a great third base offensive numbers were never what we thought they were going to be and boy did i see a lot of todd frazier jerseys at the ballpark and uh that one went south these these strikeout numbers for Don can't be. Is this? He was horrible. I, I, I just looked it up while while you were talking about uh, Todd Frazier, yeah. and he had two hundred and twenty two strikeouts in he, in twenty twelve. It, it almost looked right? like he wasn't even like he wasn't even seeing the ball correctly. Is that um, even possible? It you may I'm telling you the the anger towards that towards that signing. Um, These are epic. Strikeout numbers. I'll tell you what, if you got an Adam Dunn jersey when he first got signed, you're wearing that jersey for maybe the first six or eight weeks. And then you, <laughs> you said to yourself, this was oh a bad idea. Um, he, yeah. he routinely was scraping 
the 200 mark on strikeouts. Horrible. horrible. This, is, this is awesome. Horrible. horrible All right. Sorry. Uh, fin- no. Finish out your rush. Okay. Mode. So I got Samarja. I've got Dunn. I've got uh, Frazier. So now I had to go to a different Chicago sports uh, team. I, I chose the Bulls. And I mean, maybe we could debate this, but I just thought this was really reactionary. D Wade, Dwayne Wade, number three. Coming to his hometown, Chicago Bulls, signed well before the holiday season, so you could have got that jersey under the tree. Well, you know, in time, he was only here for a year. <laughs> you know, these jerseys are like two, two and a half. Yeah, yeah. It seems late in the in the in the Dwayne Wade career to to be buying that jersey. I, may, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know there's jersey collectors out there, and it's a Chicago Bulls, you know, D Wade, but. Come on, man. Yeah. I, that that to me was the regret, regrettable jersey number four. Yeah, unless you was. were had a bunch of Bulls jerseys and you didn't have any one that wore the number three and you needed that to kind of complete your set, which is <laughs> doesn't even make sense. <laughs> that's, what in the... that? So that's what I'm saying. That, yeah, that I... only something so nonsensical would be like maybe you're a good you're, enough I, reason. You're, you're someone is trying to have a, a jersey from numbers one through ten yeah. numerically <laughs> exactly, for every single, yes. uh, you know. And I don't have a three. I don't have a three. Although you could have the newest Hall of Were there any Harold better Dennis. Bulls threes I, in I, your uh, I'm not, <laughs> podcast for another yeah, day? Right, I, you know. So th- those are my. You know, and I only I have one jersey that's got the the name and the number and that, and that's a Paul Canerco jersey. The rest of my Sox jerseys, you know, have just got the the different uh, logos from different eras and, and no name or number. Um yeah, I, and I'm kind of weird with jerseys. I feel like if you're going to fork down that much money for these these authentic jerseys, in, in my mind it's got to be a player that uh, is you know retired number for that team, a Hall of Famer, is just a legendary you know, player almost retroactively, you know, like I'll get the Jersey years after, like I'll get a Mark Burley Jersey, you know, he's, you know, retired. Yeah. Uh, he's got his number retired for the Sox. He's a white Sox legend, you know, now it feels safe. It feels safe now. <laughs> I agree. You, you no, I'm, I'm the saying? same way. Okay. Like I, I want to buy the classic. I, I want, right. I want it to age well, right. 20 years from now. And I'm walking through the stadium I don't want to be the guy wearing the Cade McNown jersey. Oh, or, man, boy, you know? and they're still out there. Yeah, they're totally uh, out there. You know, I would say currently you're safe with a, with a Caner Taves. If you're, totally. If you're buying a Caner Hosa, Taves. Hosa's yeah, good. I, I, yeah, I, th- those those two, if you bought those years ago, I would even say, you know, nine or ten years ago when they were, you know, young, you were, you're safe. Safe bet. Yeah, you're safe. Um, so I've got, and I don't have a lot of, I've got a one football. I've got a Richard Dent jersey that I bought like forty years after the fact. I'm like, it's safe enough now. I think yeah, I can. I think I, think I can get a Dent good. jersey. All right, uh, hey, yeah. listen, Bulls players to wear the number three. You, you ready got, for this? Please, yeah. All right, Ennis Watley, mm. mm-hmm. Sadal Threat, sure, JoJo English, mm. Hersey Hawkins, Tyson Chandler, oh, Ben Wallace, wow, Omar Asik. Malcolm Thomas, Doug McDermott, Dougie wow, McBuckets, wow. Dwayne Wade, Kay Felder, sure. and Shaquille Harrison. Man. So ben take Wallace, your pick wow. out of out of those threes if you had to complete the yeah. one through ten. Yeah. Who I, who are you taking instead of Wade? I 
man, that Wallace was a big move. People got all kinds of excited Indeed. for that Ben Wallace move. Yeah. Probably Chandler. Chandler's still playing on a team right now. I mean. I think I'm going with JoJo English. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, you know what? Hey, people get excited about jerseys, and, and that's great. I just thought it was – I had to add I had to add Dwayne Wade on that. Now, I've got just – I was telling you this story before we started this. Maybe we'll wrap up with this. This is my regrettable jersey story. I was really into jerseys, like in the early 90s. You couldn't get away from them, football jerseys especially. I used to go to Orland uh, Square Mall, and they had – I don't know if they had this in Joliet. They had – a store called Superstars, and they had a store called Fanfare. And both of those stores sold the starter merchandise yeah. or the Apex or whatever, the champion yeah. gear, you know, and they had jerseys all over the place. And uh, I got a Jerome Bettis L.A. Rams jersey. <laughs> I was really into jerseys, and, uh, and this was early 90s, mid-90s. Great. Got it for the holidays. That offseason – during the spring, he gets <laughs> traded to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I, I didn't even have a football season really to to enjoy it. That thing was immediately, immediately out of irrelevant. Date. Yeah, immediately. so now it's just what, kind of. What'd you do with it? You know what? I I gave it to my brother, and he wore it around, and I think it just kind of became like ironic. Yeah, you know. Yeah, which you it's know, probably was, worth something. It now. might be if you're a Bettis fan. You celebrate his whole career. <laughs> if you're his mom, sure. <laughs> his mom would love to get her hands on that jersey. Yeah, well, it's somewhere floating around the Morawski household. It's probably my parents' basement somewhere. Mrs. Bettis, if you're listening, yeah, go to the Facebook page. We'll send uh, you the I'm jersey. You, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was my that was my personal regrettable, but uh, you know, it's a popular time to get those jerseys. We got to step up your Sox jersey game, by the way. Indeed, That's, indeed. Uh, when uh, when we go to <laughs> Nick and Vito's, you we can. Uh, listen, I'm going to get who's ever wearing number three. I, I, I feel right. like I have to now. That's fine. Well, you get a Harold Baines. That's right. And I'll you're set. I'll get you're my made, Baines jersey. You're all, he's a retired with the Sox, a Hall of Famer. He's got a statue out in right field. That one will age well. That's going to age well. That's going to age well. All right. Well, this uh, is Good Guys Talk Back. Uh, so great for you guys to join us uh, here on Episode 3. Hope you uh, enjoyed that. Uh, became a little wiser in your White Sox. Uh, world uh probably be breaking for the holidays come back maybe in the new year hopefully we'll be unwrapping a manny machado oh. or bryce harper yeah white Sox gift stay tuned thanks for joining us find us on our fan page on facebook good guys talk back uh he is jeff julian i am nick morowski this is a fan-centric white Sox podcast keeping it blue collar